Hello, friends. Welcome back to the School of Self-Worth. I'm your host, Nicole Song, and I am super excited to be back here with all of you today. Thank you for the amazing, amazing response to the first two episodes from the series, Radical Authenticity. My biggest teacher in life truly is the journey that I get to be on, and these last few weeks have surely been a massive jumpstart in growth for the start of the year. So I am so grateful to all of you. And today is the final episode of the three-part series, Radical Authenticity for Asian American Women Leaders. And we'll be talking about the four main blocks to your super-powered authentic self. And this is something where I cannot wait to share this with you. There's so much richness in this episode, so make sure you stay tuned. And if you know it's time for you to master intuitive leadership, DM me super on Instagram. I have something for you. Let's get into this amazing conversation today. Welcome to the School of Self-Worth, a podcast for ambitious women who know they are worthy of an astoundingly great life. Join us weekly as we get on the right side of your intuition, redefine success, and reclaim your self-worth. I'm your host, Nicole Song, an award-winning journalist who left it all behind to become a best-selling author of three books and work-life balance expert helping ambitious women unlock their intuition and step into a life of fulfillment and radical joy. Every single week, I will bring you diverse and meaningful conversations with successful women from all walks of life who share insight about what it takes to be brave, joyful, and authentic every day. Every episode is thoughtfully designed to leave you feeling empowered with tangible tips and advice that will lead you to your next breakthrough. And we are back, friends. I am so, so happy to be here with you. And I truly am so grateful for the responses I've heard from you, for any of you who have been out there listening to this series. Um, you know, for someone who's in a podcast role, it feels sometimes like we're just here, we're talking to the mic. And yet I do know, I hear from all of you what is happening when you receive the information that I am sending across, um, you know, the interwebs to you. So thank you so much for any of you who have spoken up and shared. And even if you haven't said anything to me for receiving what I am here to teach, what I'm here to share with all of you. Um, you know, I always feel like if, my podcast touches even one person, I know that it is worth it, honestly, as a teacher and a leader. So thank you all so much for being here and listening. Because here's the truth about radical authenticity is it is not easy for anybody. And it takes a lot of practice. And I feel like in this day and age, it can feel even more challenging to really be yourself. There are so many th worry spirals that you can fall into, whether it's like, what do other people think of me? You might be worried about their judgment. You could be worried about being canceled. You could be worried about being ignored. There's so many places that your brain can go. And it's so easy for that to happen, even if you're not someone who's public. But I often tell my clients this, that you can worry about it, but people will think whatever they're going to think anyway. They just do. And so 
here's like an example. So say that you are feeling pretty repressed in your life. You're following the things that people have always told you to do. You follow the ladder that society says is the way to success. And then you're actually utterly miserable, but people are out there saying, oh, wow, like you're doing so great. Your life seems so amazing. On the other side, you could be someone who is following a non-traditional path. Like you're doing things your own way. Um, You're actually really happy and you're really into what you're doing. And people are like, what the heck is she doing anyway? So when I think about it that way, I'm like, well, why not just do it your way Anyway, people are going to say whatever they're going to say. They don't actually have insight into what's happening on the inside, the internal place for you. And I have discovered over time in life is that that is the place that actually matters. So why not just be yourself anyway? And that really is the point of this series, Radical Authenticity. What does that look like? What are the biggest things that get in the way? And what is it? look like on the other side when you really are stepping into it. And we covered in the first couple of episodes, me being radically authentic in the very first episode. The second episode, we talked about what it looks like to leverage who you are, your identity as a superpower. And then today we are getting into the biggest blocks to being your superpowered authentic self, specifically the four main ones for Asian American women leaders. And this is the stuff that creates pressure. And I know whenever I experience pressure, it's like, oh, it feels very intense. And it makes you do things that you're not aligned with. It starts to make you think things that feel very stressful. Um, and it makes you hold back from stepping into your actual authentic self. And these are the things that make you wake up with anxiety And then that anxiety keeps you from making the decisions that will actually alleviate the anxiety. I know anxiety is so tricky like that. So this is the place for us to talk about what are the things that are stopping you in your tracks, keeping you in that anxiety spiral, in emotional reactivity, rather than the calm, grounded, present place that allows you to be in expansion. You are designed for growth. It's the truth of any human. And when we are in anxiety and stress and overwhelm, it's just not possible. We are not in a state of growth. We are in a state of contraction. My goal in my life is to always be in a state of growth and then to support you to be in the same place. So that's how this, these four blocks came about. They're from experience in my own life. They're from what I see in my own clients And they're from what I see from people in general, like in the world that we live in today. So if you're doing any of these, here's the time for us to start to make the shift. And the cool thing is the identification is how you start to make the change. So let's dig in. The first block is believing the identity of not enough. Look, I know a lot of you out there are the workhorses, like you get stuff done. You're so efficient. You're so effective. Um, You can get things done faster than other people. And people often come to you because you are so effective. And then that sometimes means you're juggling five projects at the same time at work. Like you're the one that people are coming to for this. But what can happen when you're in this identity of not enough is that you never get recognized for anything outside of that. You never get recognized for the deeper skill sets, the deeper gifts that you truly have. 
And when we look at being efficient and effective, and look, I love to be efficient and effective. Like I am also that person. But when you look deeper at it, what is actually causing you to run that all the time? Why do you always have to be so efficient? Why do you always have to be so effective? And what is that deeper cost to you personally? And for many of you, it's the programming of not enough. It's that internal wiring that gets you to work insane hours, like up till midnight, and then it gets you to try to prove yourself to people who might not believe in you to begin with. And then there, because this is the truth, is that there are forces out there that just do not want you to succeed. These are the forces that get you to sacrifice yourself, to never make choices that work for you, for your family, and for your life. These are the forces that keep you scrolling on social media and comparing yourself to other people. And these forces are at play in your corporate job. They're at play in every email you receive. They're at play with the leadership where you're working. They're at play with your team. They're at play with the people that you know in your life. And so it's this programming that has you fixating on seeing yourself as not valuable, as needing to prove yourself, rather than seeing the truth, which is that you are worthy as you are, and you are valuable the way that you are. The sooner you can make a shift to being someone who is super worthy simply by breathing and being alive, there's nothing to prove, there's nothing to earn, the sooner you can make the shift to living from a place of deeper authenticity. So second, the second block that I see come up for so many women is nervous system dysregulation. So our nervous systems are designed, actually, we have two types, and one is really designed to be our main one, the parasympathetic, to be calm, to be grounded, to be present. And then there's our fight or flight, which is only supposed to be the exception. But for most of us these days, we're living in the exception. We are living in the activated fight or flight state. And if you are not prioritizing calming your nervous system consistently, you are also going to be in a state of constant reactivity. And when you are in an activated reactive state, it is literally impossible for you to be your super powered authentic self. Like it doesn't exist in that place. Emotional reactivity is wound up. Emotional reactivity is not giving you clear answers. It's just keeping you fixated on this not enough state. And how can you expect to stop emotional reactivity if you are not present? So the first step here is to understand and assess your anxiety. Understand if it's constant. If it is, then your goal is to start to feel calm, grounded, and present for like at least a few minutes per day. And then over time, you start to learn that you can actually feel that way all the time, even if you get an unexpected project at work or if you get a surprise text from your mom about some emergency that she didn't tell you about, right? Learning to be calm, grounded, and present is really an essential place to start to even begin to feel a little bit like your superpowered, authentic self. And so this to me is always that highest priority to start here. And if you're not doing it, that is definitely blocking you from taking that next step. Okay. And then here is the third block. The third block is outsourcing your self-worth to work. 
This is you tying your worth, your value to the things that you do, how successful a work project is, how it's received by leadership, the feedback that you get, whether you're getting promoted or progressing and advancing at work, the size of your body, how much you weigh, how strong you are, how weak you feel, whether you're going to the to yoga consistently, how far you're walking, how good a mom you are, whether you're spending time with your kids or not spending time with your kids. Are you actually spending time with your partner? Are you seeing your friends? So when you're continually believing that your worth and value is limited to those things, how much you produce at work, the things you get done, whether you made a good dinner for your family, um, you will never break the cycle. You'll keep saying yes to all the meetings. You'll keep saying you'll let other people's needs come first. You won't set boundaries and you won't actually ever take the time that you need for yourself. And on top of this, you'll actually keep letting other people define success for you, which means you'll never feel successful on your own terms. So taking back your worth and your value from what you do is truly a game changer for being your superpowered and most authentic self. Okay, so here, this leads us now to the fourth block to being your authentic self in every level. And this is not making intuitive decisions. So smart women tend to use logic. It's just the nature of things. It's the system that we were brought in, the framework you learned at school. It's how your workplace functions. It's very logical. It's probably like very spreadsheet oriented. It's very numbers based. And it's how you got to where you are. And isn't being logical basically how you advance in this world, especially in the corporate world? Here's what I know is that you're definitely smart. Like you're not just a little bit smart, like you're a smarty pants, like you're super smart, no doubt. But I also bet that you are exhausted by how many decisions you're making all the time for your team, you know, for yourself, whatever that looks like. And then what happens is you also stay up late thinking about some of the decisions you're trying to figure out still, the decisions you've already made, maybe you're second guessing some of them, or you're waking up with anxiety because you're trying to make a big decision and it really falls on you. What if you could actually stop using your brain to make decisions? Okay, hear me out. Your brain uses 20% of your energy all day passively. Like you don't have to do anything and your brain is this huge organ that is taking up a ton of energy. And that's actually how we get decision fatigue because your body is trying to save energy and keep your brain from making decisions. Because when we go into decision fatigue, right, we, this is why you start buying things at the end at the grocery store because you're in decision fatigue. You know, you're in the checkout aisle. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll get a little gum, a little candy, et cetera. But what if you actually leaned into a more powerful tool than your brain for making decisions? That is your intuition. It's a deeper intelligence. And when you really start to access it, you finally get free from making decisions all the time with your brain. And you can start to lean into knowledge. You can start to lean into wisdom in a much deeper level. And this is where we start to really get free. Now is the place where you're starting to get on the other side of who you truly are, being the superpowered, authentic version of yourself. And when you can lean into intuition, that's the one that's going to help you decide, do I stay at my job? Do I go? 
Is this the place I need to be? Does my family need to stay here? Do we need to move somewhere else? Like any of those really big things that can drain us because it takes so much energy to make that decision. When you start to really lean into intuition, you can free yourself and have so much more space, so much more energy. And on top of that, you actually really learn to trust yourself on a much different level. So if you're not making intuitive decisions, now is the time to start to look at what would it take for me to start to make intuitive decisions? And if that is something you're interested in, that is what's next. How do you start to do that? So I have many episodes talking about intuition. And if it's something where you actually want to engage with me, you can DM me. We have I have an intuition check, which is where we have a quick chat and brainstorm on intuitive communication patterns and putting them into action in a way that's fun. If that's something you'd like to learn more, then DM me intuition um, on Instagram at Nicole Song and let's chat. Okay, friends. It has really been a pleasure having this incredible conversation with you and the arc of this series. Like I feel very deeply moved by what's been occurring here and grateful to be able to share all of this with you and to be stepping into and to being my most authentic self with all of you. So thank you so much for all of your insight. If this resonates with you, please screenshot it, share it on social media, put it on your Insta story and tag me and let me know what resonated with you. Okay, friends, thank you so much. See you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Before you go, don't forget if you are a high-achieving woman who wants to uncover your biggest blind spots preventing fast, intuitive decisions, I've got a 72-second assessment for you, so make sure to DM me quiz on at Nicole Song at Instagram. And thank you for being here and for listening. We read every note that we get from you about how the podcast is making a difference in your life. Please know how much we appreciate each and every one of you. Until next time, I'm Nicole Song, and this is the School of Self-Worth.